Hey everybody, this is Jamie Nunley, lead pastor of Victory Fellowship Church. Thanks for listening to the VFC Sermon Podcast. At the end of this episode, please take a moment to download our free VFC Thomasville app, where you can access all of our messages, sermon notes, announcements, and small group lessons. This app is the easiest way to keep up with everything going on here at VFC. So please enjoy the following sermon. We hope it encourages you in your walk with Jesus and helps you to belong, believe, and become. Enjoy. That's awesome. Uh, I think Cynthia and Duke, they've been in Hungary for over a week now, and I think they come back on Tuesday is my understanding. So uh, if she's at the fall festival, uh, she may be a little out of it, jet lagged. Uh, So it's a perfect opportunity to make fun of her. Um, That's what I'll be doing. Um, Speaking of the fall festival, hey, let's all get involved. We need candy. Tiffany and I are decorating our car for Trunk or Treat. Um, I'm not going to tell you exactly what we're doing, but it involves milk and cookies. That's all I'm saying, okay? You have to to see what we're doing. But uh, I encourage you, we need more cars. Uh, We need candy. Come on, this is an opportunity for us to love our community, okay? And so let's, let's do that. Uh, let's, let's show the kids of our community that there is a fun, safe place you can go to. And yes, still get a sugar high, okay? So that's the plan. There are no FaceTime groups this Wednesday. Instead of their small groups at homes, you will be here at the church celebrating uh, together as a family, okay? Um, I also want to let you know, many of you know several months ago, uh, one of uh, our church partners, Sophia Rudd, passed away. Uh, We are having a memorial service for her next Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock here at VFC. Uh, Many of you knew Sophia. She was a sweetheart. I actually grew up with her. And, um, and so it's, it's a great opportunity for us to celebrate her life. Finally, this afternoon, 5 o'clock, uh, is Discover VFC. This is our monthly class where we get to share with you about who we are, why we exist, what we're doing. Uh, and so it's your first step in getting to know uh, this church a little bit better. So I would absolutely be honored if you joined us um, at 5 o'clock this afternoon. It's a really low-key um, meeting and so it'll be good. So we're talking about impact this morning. If you don't know, because you know we we did a survey and I haven't gone through all of the results of the survey, but it's interesting that the vast majority of people that attend VFC have been attending for less than five years. And there's actually a pretty good chunk of people who've only been um, attending for the last year or so. And so um, I want to let you know that we are in the middle of something called the Impact Initiative. About a year and a half ago, it seems like it was longer ago, but about a year and a half ago, um, we made the decision as a church that we were going to make room for more people and step into the destiny that God has for this church. And, and we knew that God was, uh, we were looking and, and, and seeing what God was doing in our midst. And um, we recognized that not only was there physical buildings in store for us, but that there was spiritual authority. There was greater ministry, greater influence in our community and around the world that was in store for us. And boy, man, the last year and a half has been pretty crazy around here. It's been good. But the things that God is doing through this body, you guys, is unbelievable. 
Unbelievable. The verse that we kind of keyed in on is Acts 17, verse 6. Uh, the, the, the Christians show up at Thessalonica, and the religious people get really, really nervous. And they say this. They say, these who have turned the world upside down have come here too. As in, oh, no, they're going to change things. Because that's what people who have God in them do. They affect the world around them, right? That only makes sense. And so, so we know that we are called to turn our world upside down, to turn Thomasville, Thomas County, and our region upside down in a positive way for the kingdom. So we started praying as the leadership group and the staff and the pastors, and we started praying and saying, okay, you know, what is God doing here and what do we need to do? And we realized that we had a pretty significant issue that we had to deal with. And if it crept up on us, uh, without us addressing this, that we would be in trouble. One of those issues is the issue of attendance. And so I want to just kind of share with you kind of the timeline of the attendance here at BFC and, and the fact that we're going to have to begin to do some things. So in 2013, our average Sunday morning attendance, now we had some lower, we had some higher, but our average Sunday morning attendance was 185 people. Um, and so uh, in 2016 is when we began looking at this. By 2016, our average attendance was 285 people. And so we started thinking, okay, if we look back three years and then we project up three years, what's going to happen? And we realized that what's going to happen is we aren't going to have any room. And so we, we began to do different things. We began to, uh, we started two services. Congratulations, you're at the first service. Good to see you all here. This is the tame service, although y'all were pretty rowdy this morning, I got to admit. Um, second service, uh, we're usually about half full this service. We're usually pretty full second service. Um, and so uh, we, we did that, and then we saw in 2017, uh, our, our average went up to 308. Um, we dismissed the children from the, the Sunday morning experience. Uh, we have their own uh, children's church down there. I would love to tell you that's just because I love kids but it's because we needed room. <laughs> um, and so we do love kids, and we're, we're training them up, and they're trained up, trained up to be world changers and Jesus lovers. And, but So we, we continue to grow. So far this year, our average Sunday morning attendance is 339. So do you see the pattern? Now, now please, I, I want you to understand this, okay? I know many of you have been a part of, of ministries and, and, and maybe churches where it was all about numbers. And, and I, I want to just kind of make sure you understand our heart. The reason this is not bragging, if it's bragging on anyone, it's bragging on Jesus, okay? I'm just along for the ride. Um, and, and the reason this is important is not because 339, you know, bottoms were in the seats. Yay. This is 339 eternal souls that are interacting with God. And that's a big deal. So it's not numbers for the sake of numbers. It's numbers because each number represents a person, and each person represents an eternal soul. And so it's a big deal. And so we see uh, growth happening. So here's the, what's the problem with that? Well, the problem is we have 275 chairs. So if, so if we somehow, if we wanted to go back to one service right now, we couldn't. There's not enough chairs uh, that we own to seat everyone. We have to have two services. 275 chairs, seats around 215 people. Why? Because you're Americans. America. And you don't, you don't like to sit next to each other, right? You like your space. And so it's called the 80% rule of, of general seating. 
And so 215 people with two services, our max is 430 adults uh, with two services. Guess what? We already broke that. The Easter this year, we had 565 people this Easter. And we spread them out among three services. So, but guys, I don't want to do three services. <laughs> and so, 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 we, so we're, we're, we're using the wisdom of the Lord to ask ourselves, what are we doing? So we launched uh, this initiative. The other issue going on besides Sunday morning attendance is our children's. Our children's building is an awesome building. It doubles as a um, learning center Monday through Friday during the week, and it's going well. Um, but it's we're already out of room. It, it, the the uh, fire marshal rating is around 60, uh, and we bump up against that on a regular basis, uh, not only on Sunday mornings but on Wednesday nights. So we launched an initiative called Impact, uh, and, and it said, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to raise additional funds above our normal budgeted income so that we can build a 600-seat Sanctuary, which seats 500 people because of the 80% rule. And we're going to repurpose existing space for the children. So a year and a half ago, we, we, we came to you guys. We said, look, we believe it's time to start this, to start the impact initiative. We believe it's time to, to get going with this. We don't want to get caught. You know, I was, I was praying one day here in the sanctuary. I just like to walk around and pray. Sometimes I do it outside if, if, uh, if it's not too terribly hot and, um, I was in here though, and I was. This was back in 2014, before right as we were starting two services. I was praying. I was praying a really good pastor prayer. It sounded something like this: "Oh God, send people to VFC. Send them from the north, Lord, from the south, from the east. You know, like the really preacher prayer." And once I shut up for a second, the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and He said, "If I sent you those people." What would you do with them? And I realized we didn't have space. And so that's the main reason that we started two services is to make room for more people. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to get in front of the problems. So we've decided, hey, we're going to begin to raise money. And so um, on March 5th, 2017, uh, we shared... Our, our fundraising uh, deal. Now, let me just say, if you're a guest or a first-time visitor, don't worry. We don't talk about money every Sunday. As a matter of fact, I made a promise once uh, we started this impact initiative that I would only occasionally do an update, and this is one of two annual updates that we do. Um, and so we said, hey, all right, if we hit the first tier, that lets me know you're interested in doing something. If we hit great, uh, greater impact, that was our debt load at the time, and we can begin to pay stuff off. Um, if we hit maximum impact, we could pay cash for a sanctuary. And then we went ahead and just dreamed, right? And we said, wow, what would it look like if we could just build whatever we wanted to? It was a huge two-story building where we had a, every one house in one building, um, and the ticket price on that was, was, was quite shocking. But we wanted to go ahead and see what was going on. And so uh, we took up our offering. We asked people to give a, um, a first fruits offering. We asked people to make commitments. And when you totaled it all together, uh, we actually showed up right here in between the two impact tiers, which I thought was pretty good. So here's what's happened at VFC since launching this. We've paid off the loan to our main church building. We did that earlier this year. 
Uh, if you recall, I, I burnt the note from the bank. Um, first service, it went pretty, second service, it lit on fire really quickly. Um, and I was like, whoa, okay, thank you, Lord. Um, but I did not burn the building down, so. Um, <laughs> we still do have owe money on our TLC building, uh, and we're working, we're, we're doubling up our payments, and we're trying to pay that off as quickly as possible. Um, we found an architect, uh, and we formed a building team, and we've been having conversations, and I'm about to show you the fruit of those conversations in a minute. Uh, we've continued to grow. Uh, last year, 2017, we had 60 new partners here at VFC. Our online viewing and listening has really, really grown. This year, we started doing uh, Facebook Live. We, we do Facebook Live for our second service, and the viewership has consistently exceeded the number of people here physically. It's unbelievable. Our podcast is listened to multiple countries. We can tell what countries people, it's amazing. All over the world, people are listening to the sermons here and all, all over the U.S. It's pretty crazy. Um, and, and as we saw earlier, that our, our, um, our attendance has continued to grow. Even more than that, the influence that VFC has had in our community, in our nation, in our world is continuing to grow. God is using the pastors, the staff, and you guys to shepherd the city, to help feed people who are hungry, to help heal people who are sick. It's amazing. You know, um, when we started Impact, we had just a little, um, a little bit of, of connection in Pakistan, just a little bit. We were giving them a little bit of money for Bibles. After launching Impact, we've actually launched a church over there. It's thriving. I didn't realize that this till I was over there a few weeks ago. We literally took over an entire village. The whole village is saved. And, and yeah, and, and so the, the city that the village is a part of, there's still people to get saved though. So they're working. Okay. Um, and, and, and then Dial and I went over there and we just saw, we literally saw tens of thousands of people saved just in one week. It was unbelievable. And we didn't plan that. We didn't come up with that. We didn't like work our, our way into that. It was totally a God thing. Why? Here's why. I was praying about this this morning. The Lord told me kinetic energy. I don't have notes for this. Like, this is literally just this morning. And I was like, kinetic energy. What's kinetic energy, Lord? I'm not exactly sure what that was. I was okay in school. I was more interested in having fun than making good grades. Kids, make good grades. Kinetic energy is energy that a body possesses by virtue of being in motion. As you choose to move, as you begin to move, there's an energy. Uh, that, that comes about from that movement that can be transferred to others. You ever played pool, billiards? You hit the cue ball and it's moving and then it hits another ball, it doesn't stop. The other ball starts moving as well. Why? Kinetic energy. It can be transferred. So what's beginning to happen is we've committed, is this body have committed to the Lord and said, look, we're going to begin to move. We're going to begin to move and making room for more people. We're going to be, begin to move uh, by, by sending funds overseas. And let me just say, I believe that was a test for our congregation. I believe the Lord was asking, okay, I know you're pinching every penny. You're trying to pay off your debt. You're trying to build new. But are you willing to be distracted for a moment and get people saved? I think we passed the test. I think you guys passed the test. Because I, because I think the Lord was like, Cam, if I bless you, will you hoard it? Because the ways of the kingdom are to give away. 
So we've continued, we've continued um, to see influence in the community grow. Word is getting out that VFC is filled with a bunch of ferocious Jesus lovers who love people, who, who, who know that they belong first. Um, God is continuing to move. I don't have stat, I do have stats on this year, but I haven't put them in here. But, um, over the last three years here in our services, there have been 263 first time salvations, 373, um, self-reported healings, 63 baptisms, and almost 13,000 bags of food given out in the last three years, uh, added together. And that's not including this year. What, what, the, what am I saying? I'm saying God is doing great things. And it's not fair to our community to keep it here. There are other bins around that don't know that there's a church where you can belong first. They don't know that there's a church where you can feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. They don't know that there's, they think a church is just a judgmental box where you go and you get judged for a couple hours and then you go home and feel bad about it. That's all they know of Christianity. And we're called to be different. We're called to let our community, our city, our region know that we're different. So we've been working, and I want y'all want to see some pictures of the new building? Yeah? I'm super excited. Okay, let me warn you, okay? These, these aren't final. <laughs> so if you're like, well, I don't like that. Okay, thank you. Feel free to email me. It's great. But these aren't finalized, okay? This is to give you a general idea of, of what a building is going to look like. And you'll see the floor plan as well. I'm super excited about it. There are a couple color choices. There, you'll see the first half are some colors. The second half is another color. Um, there's a, a um, anyway, I'm just going to show you. So here's what we're thinking of. As far as the building. Now, the red around the overhang, I'm, not, I'm still working through that. But, um, but this, you'll see the, the front has a nice drop-off area. The side does as well. TLC is kind of to the back right. Um, there'll be a better perspective picture in a moment. So this is what we're thinking right now. Um, just a few other angles. That's kind of from the other angle. Um, one of you needs to buy that little white car. <laughs> to the left of this is the existing building. And this is sitting right here in the grassy area um, next to us. Um, that's a little close up. You can see, you know, um, the drop-off area where you walk in. Um, that's, again, from the side perspective. That's kind of, that's where the parking lot will be, like walking up to the building, looking at the building, um, kind of the perspective. Um, here's a nice, you can see to the left is our existing building. Behind is the youth building. To the right is the TLC building. Um, and, and here's another option. This is a nice overview as well. And this kind of, these are different colors though. Um, it's, again, you can see the existing church building, TLC, youth. So lots of parking, all that good stuff. Ooh, ah. Um, that's another color of the, um, that's more of a, tannish, yellowish-looking one. That's all, again, we're not, we're going to worry about that later, right? We're just looking at the, the functionality. I like it. It, it doesn't, it doesn't look, um, it's, uh, to me, it looks inviting. It doesn't look too nice. That's important to me. I don't want to build the crystal cathedral, right? Because uh, I want people to feel like they belong, right? Um, and so, that's another look. Um, that's another one as well. 
I think it'll be pavement, not concrete. Concrete's expensive. But that's what it looks like so far. Here's kind of a, a bird's eye view of, of inside, and I'll zoom up in a little bit. But, but you walk in, and that kind of rounded area is, is, a, is a nice foyer. Uh, there's seating. Um, you probably can't see it from where you are. There's like a dude walking in there to show you uh, scale. Um, welcome, uh, welcome desks and things. To the left is the coffee shop area where we could also have like a bookstore area as well. To the far left is a classroom that seats around 20, 25 people, like a good Discover VFC type classroom that we could do. To the right uh, is more seating area and restrooms. Then you walk in and, and you see the sanctuary. Uh, to the right, the back right is like a storage area. We went and talked to several different churches who had built. They all said we didn't build enough storage, so we got a lot of storage. To the left, uh, we have um, uh, like a kind of a green room, prayer room. Um, and so the praise team can pray and meet uh, before the service and store their gear and all that kind of stuff. Um, and you'll see it connects on the left side to our existing building. Uh, it connects uh, at the end of the hall that's on this end where our offices and, and classrooms are. Um, we're building this um, to be converted into two stories. Um, so everything that's not the sanctuary will be ready in another phase to be able to do a second floor. With the idea eventually of moving youth, moving children, moving everyone into this building. Um, so that's the plan. We, we aren't, again, that's the really expensive building that we're believing God for, but we're working on it in phases, okay? Um, if you look at the sanctuary, this is what I, I love this. Um, so it's actually not that deep. It's not much deeper than this sanctuary is, but it's two and a half times wider. So everyone's going to be closer, and it's going to wrap. Oh, you see how it kind of wraps around the stage? Now, here's what's cool. The first group of, of rows are on the floor, but you only see three rows, but they're actually five. That's actually stadium seating, okay? So if you're further back, you go up. All right, the further back you go, the higher up you go. Why? Why, why did we do this? It's a little bit more expensive. Why? Because of our vision, belong, believe, become. We want to create a facility that says you belong. And we know you're trying to sit in the back. <laughs> so we're going to lift you up. And we're going to let you know that you still, you're a part of us. Um, I, I don't want to misrepresent this. I think from, from the front of the, the, the stage where the speaker will speak all the way to the very back corner, I think the maximum distance is like under 70 feet. So it's everyone's close. There's not a bad seat anywhere, okay? So that's kind of the design. Um, what do you think? Pretty cool? Pretty cool? Yeah. So I was going to have, like, uh, some nice, like, posters of everything, and, and then, you know, the, the architect got sick, and, and then the hurricane happened, and we were like, okay, we're just showing pictures. It's cool. Um, we will we will have images and the floor plan um, in, in where you can see it. Okay, just just understand it's it's a living document. Okay, it can change. We're not locked into it. Let's talk timeline real quick. Um, so we started this out as a three year plan, and we started in in 2017. So we're looking at 2020 um, is when we definitely want to have. Um, paid off all debt, 
uh, and we can begin to build. Here's the thing. We've, we've decided we don't want to do anything unless we have no, no outstanding debt. And so um, the sooner we can pay off the TLC building loan, the, then we can begin to get started on all this. And so, uh, so that, that's kind of our timeline. Uh, it, it'd be, if we just got to work and we just decided, we, okay, we're going to pay this thing off, then we could start as soon as this summer. This summer uh, 2019, but um, what the plan right now is to continue to raise funds, continue to give, uh, continue to hear from the Lord, continue for him to expand us naturally and spiritually, and then in 2020 um, is when we are going to get all this started. Um, but hey, if anyone wants to uh, be our kinsman redeemer, which is the Old Testament word for sugar daddy, That's your takeaway. You can write that down. <laughs> What'd you learn at church? Well, kinsman redeemer in the Old Testament is really sugar daddy. Okay. If if <laughs> if anyone wants to be our kinsman redeemer, let us know, and we'll be happy to start building sooner. Um, but for right now, that's our plan. Okay. What what am I asking for you from you? Well, uh, first of all, is you know if you were here a year and a half ago when we started all this. You probably gave a first fruits offering, and then you probably made some sort of commitment to give above and beyond your giving towards this project. Hey, keep that up. We, we need people to continue this. Um, can, I, can I be honest with you? Okay, I'm going to be really honest with you. Because the church gets a bad rap when it comes to money, right? And they only want your money. No one says that about Walmart, but they say it about church. Walmart wants your money. but um, So... Do you know why pastors are always talking about money? Because most people won't give unless the pastors do that. Uh, And so it just creates this negative relationship where the pastor often is is walking in in fear, in worry. How are we going to pay for this? How are we going to do this? And so, um, you know, however you start a relationship is how you have to continue a relationship. So if you get people to start giving by making them afraid, then you have to keep them afraid so they'll keep giving. And we're not going to do that here. It's not an option. What does that mean? That means I, a couple times a year, am going to remind you of this. We're going to send out quarterly statements, but I'm not going to talk about this every Sunday, you guys. I made that commitment to you when we started this. Now, what does that mean? That means you have to be responsible for your own commitments. Right? If I'm not going to talk about this all the time, that means that you need to think about it all the time. And so we work together on this, right? So continue with your commitments. If you don't know what your commitment was, call a church office and Shauna can pull it up. Uh, and if you need to adjust it, then adjust it. That's cool. It's fine. But I encourage you, keep up with your commitments. We're, we're, we're not at 100% when we add it up like our commitments. People are giving a little bit below, which is normal. But I encourage you, come on, we, man, there's a lot for us to do. Come on, all the stuff that God's done, done just this year, right? There's so much for us to do. So let's keep, let's keep uh, doing our commitments. Um, the second thing is, if you've come to VFC since we launched this, is please consider joining us. You say, well, I didn't know. Okay, that's cool, that's cool. We, we, we would love for you to join us. Uh, we all, on March the 5th, 2017, gave a big first fruits offering uh, where we just gave till it hurt. We said, Lord, we agree with, with what you're doing here, and we want to show you with a sacrifice, sacrificial gift 
And, and many people did some amazing things and, and people got some business deals that went through and inheritances that were given and all sorts of cool stuff happens. Uh, Tiffany and I, uh, we prayed about it and I heard very clearly from the Lord, I had this really cool blue Jeep and it was paid for. And the Lord said, sell it, cash out, and, and give. And so we were able to sell the Jeep. I bought a decent car. It wasn't a Jeep. But I bought a decent car, and then we were able to give $15,000. Now, if you would have asked me, do you have $15,000? I would have laughed at you. Of course I don't have. I'm a pastor. <laughs> but I did when I listened to the Holy Spirit. Look, maybe God didn't ask you to do something like that. That's cool. But what is he asking you to do? You know, the key for this to work is that everyone gets involved. The third thing, and don't think that this is just something I say because this is a church, but you need to commit to pray. Look, prayer is what gets stuff done in the kingdom. We need to pray. I'll tell you how I do this. I've shared this before. After I did sell my Jeep, um, I was like, okay, every time I sell a Jeep, I see a Jeep on the road, I'm going to pray for our sanctuary. Y'all, there are a lot of Jeeps on the road. Oh, my gosh. Like, I miss music. Um, <laughs> so, and so you can adopt this, too. You might want to pick one color Jeep because I'm telling you, Jeeps are everywhere. But every time I see one, I say, Lord, I thank you that you're providing us with the perfect sanctuary for VFC. It's going to be everything that we need, okay? It's, it's going to be paid for, and it's going to serve us and serve our community well. Every time. And then another one comes right after. And so I encourage you, look, we have to pray. We have to, have to, have to, have to pray. It's the way God has set things up. Lastly, continue to be VFC. Look, I know some of you came from churches and they started like a building program and they lost their soul. And all of a sudden, you know, all the sermons are about that. And, and you know, I've, I've heard of churches calling people in the office and say, we see you haven't given towards our building fund. Like, I promise you that will never happen here. Not as long as I'm involved. So I encourage you, we've got to continue to be VFC. This is so important. And that's why Pakistan was such a test for us. Are you going to hoard or are you going to give? Um, and so I encourage you, look, we continue to pray for the sick. We continue to get the lost saved. We continue to feed the hungry. We continue to, to love this city. We continue to value his presence above everything else. As we continue to be who God made us to be, this is not about becoming something different. This is about expanding who we already are. So this is what we're asking. This is what we're asking. I want to show you a scripture. I've, I've shown this to you before. I just think it's really funny. There have been building programs all throughout scripture, and you can read all about them. But the one that Moses did is so funny. At the end, it says, so Moses gave the command and his message was sent throughout the camp. Men and women, don't prepare any more gifts for the sanctuary. We have enough. Can you imagine a pastor saying, hey, don't give, we're good. So the people stopped bringing their sacred offerings. Their contributions were more than enough to complete the whole project. 
I believe we're going to say that. I'm going to stand in front of you and say that one day. I believe I'm going to say, hey, hey, we're, we're good. Buildings, we're taken care of. Thank you. But until then, I want you to partner with us. I want you to join us. I'm, look, I'm not asking you to do this. I'm asking God to do this through you. It's a big difference. I'm praying for miracles for you. I'm praying that houses sell, that business deals go through, that inheritances come through. I don't know if I should pray that you win the lottery. I'm a little, I'm not sure about that one. But I'm, I'm praying that the Lord causes resources to pass through your hands in miraculous, ridiculous ways. That's what I'm praying for. And I want you to join me. And my question to you, and I know this is a little different, and if you're a visitor here, this, is, this has been a little different for us. Next, next, uh, next Sunday, we're starting a series called Practice Makes Perfect. There are things in Scripture that we're told to do that, quite honestly, we're not very good at. So we have to learn how to do them through practice. So we're going to take four things through the month of November and talk about that. But this morning, I'm asking you this question. Are you counting down to impact? Are you aware of what's going on? Are, are you involved? Are you, are you willing to give, not just of money, but of prayer, but of time? Are, are, do you have the vision of what God's doing through VFC? Because here's the thing. I can't do this without you. I, I, this is not a Jamie thing. As a matter of fact, being totally honest with you, it's a lot easier, it's a lot easier for me if I don't do this. I mean, I'm happy. I mean, I'm fine with the way things are. But I know what God's saying, and I can't ignore him, and I need you on board. Are you counting down to impact? Now, here's the deal. We have these handy-dandy little booklet things that we've, we've handed out. If you've never gotten one of these, the ushers have them ready really quickly. If you'll just raise your hand, and they'll pass them out. Or but you had one, and, and, and you forgot what it was, and it fell behind the refrigerator. Um, that's what happens in our house. Um, then just raise your hand real quick, and they'll pass them out. They're, they're going all through the sanctuary right now. Keep your hand up till you get one. Well, what's the point of this? Well, first of all, it answers a lot of the questions about what we're doing. Um, second of all, it's to remind you. Maybe you put this up, tape it to your bathroom mirror. Maybe you put it on your refrigerator. Maybe you, maybe you put it in your car somewhere where it's visible, so whenever you see it, you can, you can look at it and pray. But I encourage you guys, look, we all need to be counting down. We all need to be counting down to impacts. Guys, you have no idea what God's going to do through VFC if we let him have his way. It's unbelievable. I see, you know, as the lead pastor, he gives me glimpses sometimes. And the stuff I see is unbelievable. Like if I told you, you wouldn't believe me. I mean, if I told you that we'd see over 70,000 saved in Pakistan this year, you wouldn't believe me. It's just the beginning. It's just the beginning. Let's stand for prayer. Father, we want to be a people that make impact. We want to be a people that turn our world upside down for the kingdom. And so, Lord, I pray, God, that you would unite us. Lord, I I pray against confusion. I pray against offense. Lord, that people would understand what we're trying to do here. 
So, Father, we honor you. We honor what you've done. We're so thankful for the great things that have happened through this impact initiative already. But, Lord, we know that there's even more. And so, Father, we just submit ourselves to you. Lord, this is your church. And, Lord, I commit together with the other VFC people here, Lord, to fulfill your mission, your vision, and your call for VFC in this city. Lord, we do it by your power and by your grace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Eric, will you close us out? Hey, once again, thanks for listening to the VFC podcast. If you live in the Thomasville area, we would love for you to connect with us in person. For more information about our weekly gatherings, including service times and directions, just visit us at vfcthomasville.org.